everybody, it's Avery. Welcome to the Leap of Faith podcast. Today we have with me my beautiful friend. Hello. One of my best friends has been my friend from we were in primary school, straight up to junior high school, straight up to high school, and now here she is. And I also she um stood in my wedding and even so you know our love, our relationship, our friendship has been writing for the longest. But I'm gonna just let her introduce herself and tell us a bit about herself. Hi, hello, my name is Tori. I don't know what else That's it? <laughs> yeah. That's... Tori uh. is a chef and she loves cooking. She's been cooking. Tori, please tell us about yourself. Oh, Jesus, we gotta edit that piece out anyway. Oh, <laughs> hi, hello, my name is Tori and I'm a chef at Luna's Kitchen, you know, down by the beach, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I enjoy cooking. Yeah, I have one son. I love God and just trying to grow spiritually. And we know that, you know, this is a faith-based podcast, in case mm-hmm. you didn't know, now you know again. Um, so, of course, people that I bring on are going to be talking about their faith and talking about Jesus. Duh. And if that is something you're interested in, just, you know, just leave. Exit. But, you know, if you want to have your little fancies tickle, stay and learn something. So today we're going to be talking about friendships and I thought to bring her, I supposed to have one of my other friends as well. So it could have been like a three way, but I thought to bring her specifically because I know, um, you know, she's a faith based person. She believes in God. She trusts and believes in Jesus and he died and she accepted him and all that good stuff. So Tori, just before we get into any questions that I may have, can you tell us a bit about your faith walk right now and how's that going? Um, anything you'd like to share and then we'll go from there. Well, what I'd like to share is how amazing God truly is. Like, you know, life gives you a lot of struggles and trials. And when you try to do it on your own, it doesn't work. It's going to create more and more problems spiritually, mentally, and physically. I'm speaking from experience. But the minute you give it to him and you just like, Lord, I realize that I cannot do this by myself and you give it all to him, you're going to see the blessings start to flow. You're going to see the doors opening up and you're going to realize that he's working. You just have to stop trying to go above him and let him be God. Yeah, I like that. And even in the Bible, you know, most people say, I don't know if y'all know, but most people say let God be God. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times in our situations, we try to be executive directors or executive producers of our lives and tell God, okay, like, this is how I want you to do it. This is how you need to do it. This is how it's going to be. Like, no, I don't want that. And I even find myself doing that sometimes because it's like, yeah, God, I want you to bless me. Mm -hmm. You know, God, I want you to use me. I want you to do this. But don't do it like this because I didn't do that. Like, I could speak from experience. This is something that I do. But Mm -hmm. what have you seen... um, God specifically do in your life, if you don't mind us talking about that? Oh, I've seen him done many things, many miracles, many blessings, many healings, especially for me, my family, like my mother, she goes through it for months upon months. And I've seen his healing power constantly on her life, on my life, my son's life, my whole family's life, where we was delivered from death many times, delivered from witchcraft, just delivered from the hands of Satan. And even when I felt like I wanted to give up, I always trust in my heart to know that God is going to take me where I need to be, where I need to go, and that he's always going to be there for us, no matter what we go through, no matter how many times we fail. Because as human beings, we fail a lot. 
Like, we fall a lot, especially me. I struggle so much sometimes, and I have to cry out and ask God, like, Lord, please, even though I sin and I'm struggling with my faith and my walk with you, please, Lord, I love you. Just don't leave me. Yeah. That's a constant thing. I always tell him, please don't leave me. Because the minute God leaves you, you're done. Yeah. And that was the prayer of, D- prayer of David, you know. Mm-hmm. David says, like, God, you could take everything. Just don't take your presence away from me. Um, but as we talk about your faith and we just talk about, you know, some of the things that you went through, like how important is it to have a friend or a friendship or e- any relationship that is based on your belief and based in trusting God? Like, how do you think that shifts relationships around you? Well, for one, I'm a strong believer in the Holy Spirit, Christ and Father God himself. So I'm a very private person, but I tend to trust very small people. And most of the people I trust, they are also believers. And you could, when the Holy Spirit walks, you could feel, the Holy Spirit gives you the spirit of discernment. You can feel the people who are for you and who are not for you, who are just there to just get what they want to get or they just want to hear your business. So with friendships like Avery, I, one thing I appreciate is people who are going to tell me the truth. I don't need nobody to just want to be my friend and sugar go things to make me feel better. No, if you are a follower of Christ, you got to be bold and you got to speak yeah. the truth. You got to live in your truth. So for me, sometimes I'm very stubborn. I, <laughs> I, I tend to like don't want to hear things most of the time. But when people who I know are followers of Christ and they come to me like, hey, you lukewarm or you, you got to do this, you got to do that. I'd be like, you know what? I appreciate that. I'm not going to get upset at you for telling the truth. You know, and that's the kind of friends I appreciate. People who strive after Christ, people who love him, and who, people yeah. who are going to speak the truth and who yeah. is loyal and, and genuine. Because I don't need nobody who ain't genuine around me because mm-hmm. I'm going to see right through it. Yeah. But before, okay, so that's where you currently at and yeah. your friendship um, philosophy on people that are faith-based. But can we just take it a little back? Um, because we all have a past. We weren't always saved, even though we know the power of God. Yeah. Um, how... Or how is it or how was it having, you know, friends? I don't know if you did. And I'm asking, did mm-hmm. you have friends that believe in God that came to you while you were in your sinful state telling you things like how how were you receptive of that? Or how even if they came to you or didn't come to you, I don't know. How were you would have been better receptive of that? Oh, I ain't answer. I ain't asked the question right. <laughs> no. OK, so. Okay, so I, I let me give you an example. Okay. I post on Facebook, like, um, well, first of all, not even having a faith-based friend. Like, what is friendship to you? Like, what are some characteristics of friends? Like, I ask specifically, how do you know when you've crossed that associate phase and now you have a friendship? So, like, what are your thought process on that? Well, for a friendship for me, I got to trust you. We got to be on the same page. Not all the time, but they got to be a... a mental connection it can't yeah. just be like a oh me and her cool no it got we gotta be mentally on the same page because if me and you ain't mentally on the same page we can't really be friends like you gotta be like you don't have to be on the same level as me but at the same time we gotta understand each other enough because if you don't understand me and i don't understand you mentally you can't work for me yeah so but friendship i they gotta be trust they gotta be loyalty and you gotta be like straight up straight up with me even if we don't Real. like something you gotta be genuine even we could crack jokes on each other and like be a little hurt for a little couple of seconds and then we come back and be like fake like nothing happened yeah you know what i'm saying i don't want to have no friend who you can't play around with them you can't talk to them they walking sneaky. on eggshells yeah they I sneaky don't even know what and to you, do. you're just looking at them side eye like Mm-mm. 
they up to something. I, I don't like, I count people like that around me. And thank God for the spirit of discernment back to what I was saying because I tend to read people. I observe really well. So if I come across a person who claims to be a friend or who wants to be a friend and they're like that, I'm always going to keep them in an associate stage because it's never going to cross over to a friendship for me. Okay. So you said something so, so, yeah, so, so, so exquisite. You said, you know, back to the spirit of discernment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you observe. Yeah. Do you think that there's a crossover between observing and discerning? Because when you, obs- you can, I, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you can't effectively use or two of these. You have to lean on one more than the other. It's not going to be like half, half. Mm-hmm. So if you observing me to see how I act, like literally, I, and I tell people this all the time, when you continually look for things, mm-hmm. you will find it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I do. I could do all of the good and you will never see that because you're only looking for what's wrong if you're looking, if that's, you're looking that's, for that. That's not really observing. That's looking, like that's, that's you observing. searching. I mean, you could sit you back and observe that. something and be like, okay, that's what it is. But some people be searching. Yeah. Like they already have that negative feeling. So they constantly searching for something. Observing is when you just notice things like, okay, I noticed that about that person. I, I noticed that about that situation. But when you're searching for something, you're going to find what you're looking for. That's basically what it is. So, so I don't think it's like that. If, if you are... Okay, so what happens when you've already... Because you said it, and mm-hmm. this, is, this is why I'm telling you. When people move a certain way, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, these weren't your exact words. When people move a certain way and you say, okay, they did that. Okay, I'm going to keep them in the associate phase. Yeah. What did, what is it that they did? How did you come to that conclusion that that's where they're going to be and that's where they're going to stay, you know, versus Holy Spirit. You saw that versus Holy Spirit revealing that to you. It wasn't like, you know, I I know it was Holy Spirit because this person did it exactly when I came inside the door. So I had to see it and Holy Spirit did that, you know, but it was, it was more so you watching and saying, okay, well, they did that. No, you you can't be around me. Like, naturally, with the spirit of discernment, that's why they say you have to listen to him. You got to listen to... Some people, sometimes you second-guess yourself and you think it's your own thoughts, but it's not really yeah. your own thoughts. It's with the Holy Spirit telling you, like, okay, stay away from that person. But you... Sometimes as us as human, we be stubborn. We be like, is that my mind? And we just keep going towards yeah. it. So sometimes when I buck up to people like that, naturally, my spirit... When you have people say, your spirit don't take to them. Yeah. That's how I just be. I be like, yeah. okay, my spirit don't really take to that person. Yeah, so a lot be, of that in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Probably plenty of people's spirit didn't take to us. People did. Who would have thought? Look at us talking about God. Listen, I was always in church. You forget? Every weekend. No, 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 no. We was in church, but were we living for Christ? No. I guess I, I, I had to go. I had no other option, but I'd rather be out. That's what that was. I had no other option, but I had to be in church. Even in school, like some of the things that we... Have you repented for some of the things that you did in school? Oh, yeah. I tried to deal with my temper every day. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was hard. I was... I still am a hardhead, and I... Pray for deliverance. You're going to be a soft head, whatever yes, that means. Yes, not quick to anger. Yes. You shouldn't be quick to Slow anger. Slow to anger. Slow to anger. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, so now back to our, well, my initial question when I say, you know, how do you know you've p- crossed that associate phase? So now you said that there was trust, mm-hmm. there was loyalty, yeah. and um, y'all was on the same level in the way that you communicated, right? So now that you've already established the fact that, okay, I'm going to cross over and you're an associate no more, you are a friend. Mm-hmm. What does that encompass? How do you talk to friends? Like, how do you feel like, let's say, my breath smells bad one day. 
You think you think that's something that you could tell me? Like, is that something that you could tell a friend? Yes. And like all your friends. Yes. All your, everybody you associate with a friend. There's nothing that you can not tell. Okay. Them. An associate, I probably be like, mm, you know, you're gonna see it on my face because <laughs> my face is very expressive. But a friend, I'm gonna be like, you want to gum? Oh, <laughs> See, that's one thing with my friends. Like, we be that's straight up. That's, no, I rather... my breath was thick, though. You just like, you want a gum? That, hold on, wait. I don't chew gum. I can't... I, me, I don't want to hurt... My thing is, I, the way I say things is blunt. So, but before I say things, sometimes I have to think about it. So, I will kind of go in a way that as in, I'm telling you, but we're trying to hurt your feelings. Be like... Like... Prime example, my sister. Like, some days she used to be off. I used to be like, you hungry, eh? So when I say that, she doesn't know, like, hey, your bread little off. You're like, you, hung, you, you need some bread or you need something to drink? <laughs> <laughs> How did you translate to you hungry to your bread smell bad? Like, listen, I don't understand. Listen, when, most of the time, people, when people hungry, their mouth is like that. So when you ask me, like, you hungry or you was eating garlic or something, your brain should register, like, hey, <laughs> she's smelling something, you know? Okay. So, so see, okay, and that, that brings me to my question because I feel like, I, and in friendship, mm-hmm. especially, you shouldn't have to dance around the bus. You should be like, but Tori, <laughs> you ain't been talking to nobody. Yet. You need to go brush your teeth. Your breath's my bad. Like, or did you brush your teeth this morning? Yeah. Or did you brush, like, did you brush your did teeth? Did you like, put on deodorant? Up. Yeah. Did you? Did you? <laughs> did, did you? Because I don't know. You're saying yes, but the way that this womb <sighs> is scented does not portray a person that put on deodorant or brush their teeth. I just got to figure out. You know, like, I mm-hmm. feel like that's how friendships should be. Because yeah. when you dance around a thing, and, and I, I gave that example, but honestly and truly, that sets the basis of how you are in your friendship and what you could tell me. Exactly, because, how comfortable you are. Correct. Because now, just like how you say, you, you, you could be corrected. Mm-hmm. How can I correct you? How can I even approach you about something when you're easily offended you know, then I I have exactly. to say you're not a friend because if you make me feel like I'm walking on eggshells around you, trust and believe, God gonna have to come and tell me <laughs> to, to say talk to you about anything, anything for real. Like God gonna have to tell me that, like, and He gonna have to beat me up because even so, with some of the conversations I told you, I was like, yeah. child, I had this dream, or this drop in my spirit, and. I asked God if he's sure, if it's me, get somebody else. I was a whole Jonah. Catch me in the whale. Catch me in the whale swimming in the ocean because I ain't doing it. I mean, we got to talk about that when we get up there because I ain't doing it. I, I mean, I know sometimes when God gives people message, they are timid to tell certain people because of the person's reaction. But that's where you got to grow in your walk with him, you know. You got to become bold, yeah, and not care. Cause I mean, look, if you look at the disciples and the apostles, they went through some through some stuff. They had to been bold enough to say, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm people spitting in my face, they lashing me, they throwing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. I'm still gonna do what God told me to do, yes. and it's, it, it took them out. Yeah, to him has to outweigh the fear of how people may feel. Yeah, and that's why you got to tell your sister, but you brush your teeth this morning, mm-hmm. not if you eat. She know what I mean. She know what I mean. They mean the same thing to us. That's how we speak. You know what I'm saying? That's how we speak. Sorry. Sorry. I get you. I get you. But um, as we shift 
in that vein because now we're saying okay well now i i know certain things that i could tell you like how do you feel about certain things when you do tell people things or you you do say okay well um sis this man don't want you <laughs> it's been six years and he ain't proposed yet He ain't chasing God. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's something that you should... You chasing God. Mm-hmm. He ain't coming to church. He partying. He going to the, to the, to the bar while you at church. Like, like... And they be like, you need to stay on my business. I feel like you, you judging me. Judging or jealous. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. You be like, okay, let's leave her alone. And then she won't listen. When you don't listen, you feel, right? But That's what they say. Why why does good content like if you tell me something, if we supposed to be friends, mm-hmm. why would I believe that you're jealous of me? Because that person always has something in the back of their mind that you're naturally jealous of them. That don't things like that don't come out of nowhere. That gotta be like a thought that's already implanted and then they watching, like like not observing, they watching. They be like, Okay, I really don't trust this person. Let me wait for the opportunity to see how she is jealous of me. You know, you know, you know, females get, they be yeah. just sitting back like, mm-hmm. yeah, she thinks she look good. Like stuff but, like that. Like really. And I feel like when people do things like that, it's a portrayal of how they feel. Like, are you jealous of me? Mm. Cause girl, I, I promise you, I love you. Mm-hmm. I want the best for you. That's why I'm telling you these things. But then when you bring me to a point where I got to be like, Oh Lord, what's going on here? Y'all can see my knees. I'm tiptoeing. <laughs> what's going on here? Like, I don't, how am I supposed to act? What do you think people should do when they find themselves in situations and friendships, relationships, whatever ships like that? Pray about it. One, two. Oh, I thought you were going to say cut them off. But like, but that's not like, cut, cut it. No, 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 no. Cut it. No. My thing is, okay. If, all right, let's just say the person doesn't really value you that much as a friend, but you will value them as a friend. Yeah. You pray about it. And then, if you really value that person as a friend, you'll go and talk to them and be like, listen, this has been on my mind, so and so. Let me open up to you and talk to you about it. And you could gauge from what their reaction is Yeah. if you got to cut it off. For one, God can show you if you got to cut them off because everything comes with confirmation when it comes yeah. to him. But while you talk to him and you talk to that person and see where it lines up, mm-hmm. if God's telling you one thing and that person being like, oh, they, you know, they pretend, oh, no, they ain't like that, you know. But then every time you turn around, God's showing you where this is not the person you're supposed to be friends with. Yeah. That's when you got to listen and be like, you know what? Step back. Step. Like, okay. Cut it. Yeah. Cut, cut it. it off. Cut it. <laughs> Me, one time ago, I, I was, I, I still quick to cut people off because I, I'm very, I'm introverted. I don't like people that much, like to be around a lot of people. But at the same time, I'm trying to be more friendly, more outgoing, you know, but I still, you just got to be equally yoked with people nowadays, especially nowadays because oh, wow. things, the way the world is working right now, you backing up into a lot of weird situations. You are. And child, if, if I, I spoke to one of my friends, my other best friend today, and you know, she, she messaged me this morning in response to a message that I sent last night. She'd. Um, but she was like, sorry, I just saw it. Yeah. This, that, the next or whatever. And then she's like, I pray that you have an awesome day. Uh, I hope that you have an awesome day, whatever she said. And I'm like, uh, I pray in something similar for you. Mm. I pray in, you know, for a little bit of pressure and a little bit of chaos for you to get to your knees on God. Like that was my prayer. I ain't gonna lie to you. So like how, how, like, I don't know how real you could be. And she's like real. Cause 
you know, I was falling down on that area. And she realized that this this is one of my good friends too. So how 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 do you think that shifts a friendship? Like people who pray for you, because you have some friends who will tell you like, hey, let's go to brunch. Let's go to the club. Mm-hmm. But you ain't get no friends who will be like, come, let's, let's go to church. Or come, let's pray. Or, you know, like mm-hmm. what? Like how, 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 how do we navigate life in that situation? That's why you got to be around people who are equally yoked to you. Because you can't be friends with people who just want to live in the world. You know what I'm saying? Now, you have some friends who want to get to that point where they want to follow Christ, but they're struggling. This is where you step in the place when your faith is stronger. You pray for them people and you lead them to Christ. That's you every, Yeah. That's where you, you know, that's your job. Every Christian's job is to lead more and more souls to, to Christ. Mm-hmm. So if you see a friend is struggling in that aspect, it's your job. It's your, legit your job to tell them, like, hey. You slacking, you this, you that, like not judging them because some people come across as judging. Yeah. You got to know the thin line between judging and actually helping, helping them. Yeah, and I think that's something that I had to learn um, because child, I seen friend one time a couple of years ago. I don't know how much she has, but she she sent me a, a twenty page. <laughs> when I read that, my heart was hardened, and I was like, what? Girl, no, that's not what it is. Girl, I love you. Mm-hmm. I want the best for you. And, you know, uh, it, it, it seemed like it was just, in my opinion, and I wish she was here, that mm. she just wanted me to sign off on whatever foolishness that she was doing. Like, like she literally said, as your best friend, you should support me in everything that I do. That's what she told me, and I'm like, can't do that. I can't do that. No. I can't do that. But then I had to come into a realization of like, girl, you rough. Mm. You know, you need to watch how you speak to people. And even my husband told me like, you don't know how to talk to people. So just like how you say it's a thin line between judging and helping people. Like mm-hmm. I had to literally learn how to say things. Like I didn't even understand. I sent you something in a mess. Okay. No, I ain't gonna lie. Some of the things I used to say was very but I think about it now, it's like, girl, you ain't even had to say that. Now you see why we friends? The, the <laughs> bluntness. Like, when we say things, it's, and this, you got to learn to be, you know, be able to deal with people. Yes. If she was here, I would say what I say, like, one of the things specifically. Mm-hmm. That I was just, man, I could just say it. I was like, man, it's just why these niggas would be playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is that supposed to help her? Like, honestly, like, how is... How is that supposed to help her? Yeah, that's a little mean. Yeah, like, it was. And it was. Don't let her be looking for a relationship for true, and you tell her that I break her heart. Like, listen, girl, time I get used. Right, and that that's something that we have to be able to finesse people. We don't want to turn people away from mm-hmm. us. We don't want to turn people away from God, but we definitely want to show love in everything that we do. And in that exact moment, it was like, girl, there's not a ounce, there's not a drop. There's not a mustard seed of mm-hmm. love in that message that you said. That's that's not love. That's not love at all. You you what was your point in saying that? My point was like, girl, you need to catch yourself and these niggas like really trouble. But mm-hmm. that could have been saying in a, a different way, way better way. Yeah. You know? And when I came to the realization, I was like, maybe she does not want me to support what she's doing in foolishness or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when I do come and say, like, hey, Maybe you could do this this way, or maybe you shouldn't do that that way. It's with love that you could feel love, and it could seem like, not seem like, but show the concern that you feel, because you don't mm-hmm. want to be fake. 
Yeah. But as we talk about fake, like how do you deal with fake people? You got fake Christians, fake friends, fake boyfriends, fake girlfriends, fake sugar daddies, fake money, fake bungies. Like how do you deal with fake <laughs> in life? Mm. I don't know. Like I know, but how I deal with fake personally. Yeah. I can't be fake. Like it, it shows on my face. Even if I'm lying, like you could you could tell. So fake people, naturally, I can't deal with them because I'm a bit like, yeah, you're gonna see my uninterest. Like you're gonna see it all over me. I can't be like, oh, <laughs> I can't do that. I just be like, oh, okay, all right. You're then you're gonna see me go quiet, and the next you know I disappear. Cause and then don't if we close and you being fake, I'm gonna be like. Stop! You know you, you know you lying. You know. Hmm. I don't think I've ever tell nobody that. This is be like. Nah, I'ma tell you. Okay. Just like them. Okay, it's be like. All right. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I can't. Fake book. Like fake everything. Everything is fake. <laughs> everything is fake now. Like it's the world is so fake right now that people cannot realize the real. Like everything is fake. I mean, like everything. If you have a baby, yeah, that's not fake. People think I'm fake. That's real fact. Yeah, they people be asking me, your chest real? Your butt real? I'll be like, uh, on my little, when I was working at the food store, my little tooth, tooth 10. I'm like, you think I could afford that kind of thing with this kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of money? I got school fee? Like, because so many people are fake. You can't see the real, like, people can't see the real, people see my hair, like, my natural. They be like, what kind of curl activity do you use? I'm like, just my hair. The only thing in there is gel. I'm like, oh, you sure? Cause I, I'm like, no, everything is fake. Like fake friends, everybody. You, if you know you don't like the girl, why are you hanging around her? Huh? Why are your friends on Facebook? How y'all get each other WhatsApp number? I'm gonna tell you about the story of my sister, man. This girl couldn't stand her in high school, and she had the audacity to come to our front door. And my mean, the type of person I always was, I can't deal with the fakeness. She's to the front door, talking with my sister and her friends, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, Kelly. Why is she here? I'm I off the bat. I'm like, and this is the same girl who don't like you. Like, why is she here? So you could tell the girl was uncomfortable, but if you know you cannot stand this girl, and, and it's not even that the fact that you can't stand her, you doing wickedness to her, mm. like wickedness. Yeah. You you out to kill this girl, but wow. you standing there smiling in her face. I'm not a person who's gonna put up with that, honestly. That's well, if, you know, fake forget fake. So fake people. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. That's how I feel. Like fake people, be fake with fake people. Like I don't know, but that I think that's where we have to call ourselves a little higher, because mm-hmm. we still have to show love in everything that we do. We have to show love, and I I think that's a real hard thing to do, um, especially when people. But I hope y'all can't hear it. Cause why? Why y'all gonna, y'all already gone? Why y'all back here blowing leaves? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um. Like, dealing with people with love, especially when they've wronged you, especially when they've been fake with you, they show mm. their true colors. Like, how do we move from, like, hurt to love? For the people who've wronged us? Yeah, in life. Oh, Lord, for me, I pray for them. I say, Lord, I just pray for them. I say, Lord, take out the malice out of my heart, the vengeance, the hurt, the bitterness, and I just leave them people be. Honestly, yeah. because because if I, for one, 
it's hard to forgive people who have done you wrong so many times. And you can't go up in their face and be like, yeah, I forgive you, no one good and well. Every time you see them, you burning on the inside. That's not forgiveness. So what I tend to do, and this is what I always have to do, is I have to pray and be like, Lord, please. Because if, if I'm mad at somebody and I'm like, somebody really hurt me, I tend to get bitter and I do not like them. And I don't want to be in a situation where I close my eyes yeah. and don't yeah. wake up and then... God, I got condemned because I still hold in that bitterness in my heart. Right. So I always have to pray and be like, Lord, teach me to forgive. Teach me to love. I love them with a, a distant love. You know, kind of way. You yeah. don't love them. Be like, okay, me and you, all cool. Be dead, cool. No, be, be like, I love you. If you need me, I'll be there for you. But don't expect me to be a buddy buddy with you. Yeah. I love you from a distance. Uh, I think I think that's where I'm currently at in my life. Um, and I pray to pray out. And listen, you gotta be careful what you ask God for because I literally exactly. pray and ask like God, dismantle, uproot, move, destroy anything that you feel like you need to do, mm-hmm. you know. And I've watched them do that. I have watched them do that in my life as I prayed that prayer because the thing about blessings and and God blessing you sometimes you can't get it when you are connected to the wrong people mm-hmm. he intentionally with like when he say his time is perfect time it mm-hmm. like he know if he give you a million dollars today you will give it to joe tomorrow mm-hmm. he knows that if he give you beauty for your ashes right now you'll just turn them into more ashes mm-hmm. he knows that hey if this job come true today i barely get a hook on her like she mm-hmm. gone like she she did. that's true like god knows he knows he knows he knows so i completely agree like we have to continually pray we have to continually seek his face and we have to continually ask him to change our hearts and that's what it is like um i'm listening to this book and i i gifted her the book and named the garden within from dr anita phillips and she's talking about your heart you know your mm-hmm. heart being the garden and we have to be so careful as to how we treat our garden because especially coming from the bahamas and and being in a culture where nobody talks about nothing everything is being swept under the table mm-hmm. if you come up against anybody in your family mm-hmm. like you is a problem you know right. you as a demon you know not the person who would have wronged you and it, it's so crazy that we would allow that to harden ourselves and i remember you know, I was in a state of unforgiveness, just like how you talk about not forgiving people and, mm. you know, treating them like, listen to me. Forgive who? <laughs> That's Jesus' job, not mine. <laughs> like, he forgive y'all, y'all says, not me. You know, but we were called to forgive because if we don't forgive people, then we will not be forgiven. That's and that, right. If you have not, if you are out there holding in any resentment, haven't forgiven anybody, even mm. if the the request for forgiveness didn't come you still have to forgive people and that is for you because when you don't forgive people you are hardening your heart you are literally putting up a cage and i ask god like like i think that i'm a good forgiver at you know a point in my life mm-hmm. and i was like yeah like what's going on like i need to go higher than you i need you know you to do some things for me in regards to our relationship and i need our relationship to work and mm-hmm. no relationship could really work when you have guards up mm-hmm. and he was like um your heart keep getting broken and i'm paraphrasing i have it written now but mm-hmm. instead of you coming to me yeah. to let me fix it you was like mixing concrete and putting it in there to mend your own heart and the thing about putting concrete in cracks is you still could see it yeah so i was still broken 
I was still loving from a broken place. I was still living in a broken state and not forgiving people. Like, in my mind, I was being that fake person you was talking about. Like, I, yeah, I forgive you. We still friends. We could do this. We could do that. Until I learned the fact that, like, forgiveness doesn't mean rewind. It doesn't mean retake. Mm-hmm. That simply means that I don't hold anything against you. I can love you. And I still can move on with my life. Which yeah. could be in a completely different direction from you. Yeah. You also have to forgive yourself, too. Yes. Oh, child, that's a little hard thing, too. Yeah. I even hate to buy myself stuff. Like, I like things, mm-hmm. but I got to spend my money on my things. I have a problem. <laughs> but I can spend my money on things for the people I love. But forgiving yourself, like, what do you think that entails? Like, how do you, if you could give any advice to somebody who is not forgiving themselves, like, how, and, and even identifying the fact that you need to identify um, mm-hmm. to forgive yourself, because some people don't even know that. Yeah. Like, you've wronged you. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, for me, personally, because I have a hard time forgiving myself, too. I'm a person who likes to wallow in my sorrows, if you will. I would say, okay, forgive a person and still be upset at myself for allowing a person to take so much out of me yeah. to the point where I'm down and I'm like, yo, I'm so stupid. I'm, I'm this and I'm that. Beating up on myself constantly till I have to catch myself and be like, Lord, even though you, you tell us to forgive others... We also have to forgive ourselves because we can't go before you saying, Lord, I hate myself. Yeah. Lord, I'm mad at myself. Yeah. You got to let go your burdens. You got to let it, put it before him and be like, Lord, take this from me. Please, Lord. The minute you forgive yourself, you're going to get a feeling a lot better. You're going to feel relieved because if you don't forgive yourself, you're going to feel like that heavy burden. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel like that constant hurt, that constant depression. Yeah. You know? That's- so. A constant void that you just need to be forgiven. Yeah. Feel like, And then you think about not forgiving people just like how... Not forgiving people or yourself. You continually beat them with a stick mm-hmm. that you have. So you constantly beat yourself. Even when you find yourself in a good place, you always find yourself being right back where you were. And the thing is, you brought that to yourself. You yeah. continually talked about it. You continually, you know, brought it back up or going and reviewing the messages that you yeah. sent. You know, no, like you have to let it go and you have to love yourself. And I think... A problem too is like some people believe that they do not deserve forgiveness, mm-hmm. and you most certainly do forgive. You deserve forgiveness. You deserve forgiveness. Forgive yourself. That's where it all starts. Forgiving yourself. A big thing about um, forgiving yourself, I would also think about is showing yourself self love. Like, how do we show ourselves love after we've forgiven ourselves? Well. Self-love, like, you doing little things to, like, make yourself feel better. Don't let it cross over to where you become too much self, like, where you become vain and conceited and you all about me, me, me. Because some people go past that and they be like, oh, I'm taking myself or I'm doing this for myself, like, just me, me, me. No. You do things to be like, okay, I forgive myself now. I got to pick myself up and start it. Let me clean today. It's simple as cleaning to make Mm. your house feel look good. It's going to make you feel better. That's self-love. You're picking up your Bible and it's, it's, it's making your spirit feel better. That's self-love. Mm-hmm. Because you're feeding into something. You're feeding into your spirit. That's self-love. Like all of these things. Some people think self-love is just buying themselves things or putting on makeup and going out, making letting everybody see, okay, I look pretty. Hey. No, that's not self-love. I mean, it's at a certain point, yeah. But when you're just doing it for others, mm-hmm. that's not for you. No, that's not. So what is for you? Like how do you decipher and what do you do for yourself um, to... to even be in a state where, like, hey, whatever I do is for me. It's not for people to approve. 
Let me let you answer that and then I can come with another question. Okay. <laughs> like for me, when I, when I want to feel better about myself, after like, you know, not forgiving myself and I pray and stuff like that, I pick up my Bible and I be like, I'm going to spend this time with God, which is I know it's good for me. Then I'm going to be like, hey, I want some ice cream. Like stuff, little stuff like that. And I'll be like, it's not, it's not like a, I'm doing it because of gluttony or because, like I say, certain things could cross over into a different path. Yeah. And I'd be like, like, if I say I want to do my hair, I'd be like, I look a little, you know, because you, when you're depressed, you tend to look a certain type of way. People can see that on you, even though, if, even if you try to hide, hide it, you're going to see it when you, people look into your eyes that yeah. something's wrong. Mm. So when you start to feel better, you're going to want to look better. You're going to want to smell better. You're going to move a certain type of way. So... Self-love for me is just growing spiritually and mentally. Yeah. And then physically follows. Once you have spiritual and mental, physical always follows. I didn't know that. I need to keep that in mind when I look in dead rock. Y'all always... (laughs) Listen. There's a wig and this just get through on every time. (laughs) Before I go somewhere to look presentable. But that is so, so true. And... Just like how you say, like, oh, okay, I want some ice cream. You know, I should get myself some ice cream. Like, those little treats really do do something yeah. for you. Um, when I was studying for the exam, I was studying for my CPA exam. And Charlie, were long nights and long days. And after that exam, I was like, boy, you deserve something nice. <laughs> or boy is a vehement talk. Like, if vehement's watching it, they understand if you yeah. And boy is just something that we refer to people, mm-hmm. ourselves, whomever. But I was like, girl, mm-hmm. you need something nice. And I got something nice. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and it helped, like, legit after, as you can see, studying for CPA is stressful. It's like taking up a lot of mental space. When you stop and you say, okay, let me get me something like some ice cream. It's helping her mental and her physical. See, it fell in line because yeah. she's happy now. Her mental is cleared, you know, and she's thinking about just the sweets that's about to take on her physical to make her be like, oh, this tastes good. Charlie wasn't, I got me um, a pair of Michael Kors slippers, two Michael Kors bags, and a Michael Kors <laughs> See, make her feel good. You deserve nice things. And when I tell myself, girl, girl you deserve nice things. That's what I tell myself, like, when I buy myself stuff. Mm-hmm. Girl, you deserve nicely. <laughs> but before, I, I don't know how long this has been. Mm-hmm. And I know we have some more to do. But before we wrap this up, let's just take it in a holistic approach mm-hmm. into, you know, friendships and being a good friend or being, you know, that intercessor you talked about, mm-hmm. being that corrector you talk about. Like, what are your final thoughts on that? If you're a true friend, do not be afraid to be a friend. Meaning like, don't be afraid to stand there and be like, you got to stop it. Don't be afraid to be like, girl, come and let me wipe your tears. Don't be afraid to be like, girl, you need a shirt. Yeah. Because some people, if, if, if you call yourself a friend, you shouldn't worry about, oh, she's going to feel like. I th- th- thinking she's dirty or she's going to feel like I judging her because she's depressed. No. You're going to be like, I really care for this person. When you do certain things, you show the love you have for a person. Like for me, I'm very timid when it comes to people. And I, I tend to, I, I struggle with pride. I realize nowadays that I'm prideful. <laughs> so I don't like to ask people for help. I don't, I don't want to, I feel like I'm imposing on people, which is not something I have to really pray about and get delivered from. But then when you have a true friend and they look out for you and they be like, 
I got you all. I'm going to pray for you. Little, as simple as people telling me they're going to pray for me, and I know they're genuine, that gives me such a peace in my spirit. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel so good. I just be like, wow, yes. You know? You don't even got to tell me you're going to buy me some food. Just be like, how you doing? As simple as texting a person, even you don't even know what the person's going through, and the person's just like, my mind was on you. How you, how you doing? Yeah. That, you don't know how far that can take a person, mm. especially when they're going through something really dark and mental. Because most of the time when people are depressed, they feel as though they have nobody. And I go through that constantly. Like, I feel like it's just me. Like, Lord, if I... And I stay praying to him. I'm like, Lord, if I didn't have you, I don't know where I'd be. Which is true. But then he's putting friends in my life who I could, could really call friends in my life to help me through this journey that I'm going through right now. Yeah. Because I legit... It was just me and him. But as you look at the story with Elijah, Elijah wanted to give up. Mm-hmm. Elijah wanted... He's like, Lord, take me now. And look, look how strong Elijah was, but he was human. At the same time, we go through things as human beings. He felt like he was the only one, like, Lord, it's just me and you. Lord, I ain't got nobody to talk to. I have mm-hmm. nobody. These people just hate me, and I'm doing your work, but You're these people right. just coming at me a certain type of way. And what did the Lord do? The Lord gave him a companion. The Lord gave him a friend. And he walked past this guy, and this guy was like, hey, wait. I come with you. Let me tell my father bye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So God put people in your life, genuine people who are there, especially when you're at your lowest time. This is why you got to continue following them because Satan, Satan is the master of trickery. He will see that and you be like, okay, this person walks up to you and they become a friend not knowing that's the person to drag you down lower. You got to watch the movements. Oh, wow. That's so powerful. Yeah. Okay. Um, another thing that you talked about is like accepting your friend and knowing your friends, right? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to add in their... Just like how you say, you know, be a friend. Don't be afraid to reach out to a friend. Mm -hmm. Because if we're supposed to live on our own, then God wouldn't have created marriage. If we were supposed to work, evangelize, share the word on our own, Mm -hmm. Jesus wouldn't have gotten disciples. That's right. We all need people. We all need people. It started from Adam and Eve. Fact. God was like, yeah, let me get this man something. Yeah. And he got him Eve. You know, so take take note of that and literally use that. Use the people that God gave you. Not use them. No, not use them. But, but use them. Use does not mean abuse. That's, mm-hmm. that's not what that means. No, don't let them raggy you. Spend all your money. Keep you from God. Keep you mm-hmm. from family. Isolate you. Like that's narcissism right there that's crazy people you gotta be watchful for people that people will try not people people but Mm -hmm. the devil through people will try and that's where the discernment comes in so you could be able to identify who is who Mm -hmm. identify them and treat them accordingly the only person when you say it oh god is only me and you yes we supposed to have people too but that's the first point of contact yeah because once you already went to him. He will meet you at your point in need. That's the type of God we serve. That's right. He will make it easy for you. I mean, I'm not say easy. He will make it happen for you. Because sometimes in his way, because be you people listen. Everybody wants things their way, but that's not the way God wants it. So a lot of times when you will be praying and you asking for things, and you ain't getting it, just know that you might be his follower, like doing everything to the T. Mm-hmm. And you see it ain't happening. What you been praying for? That's because that's not what he have for you. You Fact. just gotta. Be patient and whatever he has for you is 
100 percent better than right. what you actually want so just like how you say patient because it's either his timing or it's just not for you mm-hmm. and that's something that you have to continually see god's face for and mm-hmm. develop your relationship with him because once it, it people like to say oh the lord's supposed to give me the desires of my heart oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. he didn't say that he <laughs> said that he will give you the desires of your heart once it's aligned with his desires That's like right. that is how that works you get what god wants for you and you want him so bad that whatever he wants for you is what you want that's mm-hmm. how in tune y'all is you know so keep that in mind when you're looking for friendships relationships like and please if you try <laughs> i don't want to say this but the Holy Spirit just drop it in my spirit. So I feel like I should say it. Like if you're looking for a man, stop looking. That's not how he did things. If you're about to propose to somebody, don't do it if you was a woman. Like, first of all, get up, girl, before you hurt your knee. Because <laughs> that's not how that's supposed to happen. You know? Mm-hmm. But God, one thing I've noticed and even saw, for example, um, my brother-in-law, Charles, Charleston's brother, mm-hmm. He is now married and he got married to some one of his church members. And I'll two of them was on the praise team for some years. Mm-hmm. And they did not see each other. And I say see each other because clearly they did not see each other until it was time for God to reveal that. And yeah. he was able to make that happen on his time. So, you know, hold the faith, hold strong. God will give you the people that you need. Do not try to force no relationship in your life. Because when you try to force things, that's when it just get worse. When you force things for kind of fit, it is kind of ghetto. When it kind of fit and you put it in, then it just keeps falling out. Mm-hmm. And then there's chaos. You know, and you don't need that for yourself. God don't want that for you. He wants love for you. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, we already said our final thoughts. Yes. We're going to wrap this up. If you know anybody who would benefit from anything that we talked about, please share it with them. Leave a comment. Like, share, subscribe, do whatever you feel led to do, cause we ain't lacking you. Exactly. <laughs> First of all, let me just segue and say I've been to the um, uh, timeshare scam. First of all, mm-hmm. Anderson's one timeshare zero, cause we kept that no. And the guys, I was like, oh my god, this sounds so good. Like I really wish I could have come back later. We can't come back, and he's like, no, you have to make the decision today. I was like, yeah, but I feel like more people would be willing if you allowed him to come back. He's like, we're not lacking here. Please, we're not struggling yeah (laughs) okay well if y'all anyway you know what whatever but anyway back to it god loves you he Mm -hmm. is the best friend that you can have in any situation okay so thanks for watching bye guys remember god loves you and so do we we